Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. For oil futures, there was literally no limit on how much people could lose, not even zero. Right. I mean, when people went into that trade and thought, well, I'm buying it a dollar, how much can I lose? Well, it turns out over $40 a barrel is how much you could lose potentially. So uh, people who are in that position, owning that position, they had to sell even at negative prices just to stop the bleeding because there was no implicit limit there. And so when you put that leverage together with no limits, you create, uh, you create quite a bit of problems. Hi, it's Caroline Stephen, journalist and share trader. Our special guest on Talking Trading today is Peter Harrigan from Grey Swan. After 30 years of trading, Peter's trying to do for the 100-year-old and $500 trillion derivative markets what Apple did for the computer. He's built a new trading platform that's intuitive and visually based. And we talk to Peter about Grey Swan later in the show. But first up, there are many ways to skin a cat in business. And there are many opportunities that probably sound better than skinning a cat. <laughs> but how do you judge which ones will be long-term keepers that benefit your life in 10 or 15 years' time? You see, with one small step, your life can look very, very different, either for the better or for the worse. And today, Louise Bedford discusses how she views money-making ventures and how they compare to trading. And she weighs the pros and the cons. Let's hear Louise now. There are so many things we could do. It's hard to know which one would suit us best. And look, it's usually not lack of opportunity these days, let's face it. It's an issue of decisiveness. What money-making opportunity should you follow? Let's see, there's property, shares and there's business. Heck, you could start an internet business, an eBay business, a retail business. The list goes on and on. Sometimes it's very hard to decide. And it's especially hard to decide if you don't have much experience in the two opportunities that you're aiming to trade off against each other. Now, this could also extend to whether you learn to trade or whether you'd like to do our six-month repeat-for-free mentor program. This is how I evaluate opportunities. I get many, many opportunities across my desk every single week, as I'm sure you do. 
and I make sure that I evaluate them very carefully. One wrong move and your life in a few years' time could be in a very different situation. It could be incredibly fantastic or you could have made a misstep. So firstly, I look at return on investment. If I give this thing my all, what will my return on investment be over the next 12 months? What would it be reasonable to assume that I'd make over the next 12 months? Well, there's bad news when it comes to the trading side. Generally, I suggest that people aim to break even in 12 months and that they aim to gather education and accumulate experience and knowledge and not look at their own results. Trading is such a reflection of your own psyche, your skill set, your discipline, and it's impossible to get everything right in just one year. Ideally, trading is a two to five year plan. Immediate riches are more the exception rather than the rule. So if I was looking to score trading without support, I'd probably give it a three out of a 10 in terms of return on investment. And with the mental program, I'd give it a five or a six out of 10, because at least you're following a set framework that will lay out for you. It's very unlikely to return a good return on investment, though, in the short term if you're just starting out, and I want you to be prepared for that. The second area that I evaluate is future value. Is this opportunity likely to bring in significant wealth over the medium to long term? And in terms of trading, I would say, hell yes. There are very few businesses that you can set up as inexpensively as trading. Plus, you get immediate feedback, so you'll know whether you're doing well or not. Without support, though, the future is bleak because the odds are that you'll probably give up. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just trying to give you the facts. The majority of traders do not make it alone. With the mentor program, though, I would score future value as a 10 out of 10. We offer lifetime support. We offer a repeat for free course, and we will stand by you and work for you for free until you attain your goals. It's hard to beat. The third thing that I look at to evaluate is personal development. Will the opportunity provide self-growth opportunities? Will it let me master my craft and grow as a person and improve my mindset? Oh my gosh, yes. The markets act as a mirror. They reflect the inner you. You get a chance to observe whether you like what you see and your level of income in the markets will rarely exceed your level of self-development. So you have a vested interest to keep on improving your wealth mindset. Some traders without support, they really do stop developing because they're not provided with constant stimulation. With our mentorees though, we are with you. We are providing new input, new methods, new techniques. So a 10 out of 10 for our mentorees and probably an 8 out of 10 if you try to do this alone in terms of personal development. How about lifestyle? That's the other thing that I look at. You know, sometimes we'll have a trader approach to us and say they want to look after their family. They want to spend more time with their family, go on holidays. And then they start trading two-minute tick charts on the FX market, which is open 24 hours a day. Clearly, there's a conflict. 
What do you want with your lifestyle? Every opportunity that brings in untold wealth, if it also negatively affects your lifestyle, it does not score well. With trading, you can take on a system that takes you five hours a day to run or 10 minutes a week. It is up to you. It is completely flexible. So I do score this 10 out of 10 on the lifestyle scale. And the last one is emotional well-being. Even if the opportunity that you're looking at has a great return on investment, a terrific future value, it gives you personal development and lifestyle. If it takes too much of a toll on whether you find meaning, whether you feel fulfilled, whether this is your life's work, then you have to pass. How does what you're doing impact the community around you, your family, your friends, your soul, your trader's heart? Trading is such an insular sport. You will only have the impact that you choose to. Many traders do charity work and volunteer work to increase the level of meaning in their life. So with trading, I would rate this as probably a 7 out of 10. The activity itself isn't terrific in providing opportunities for personal meaning and depth. However, it does free up your time. It frees up your mind and your wallet so that you can pursue meaning elsewhere. So I guess really with the mentor program, there are other avenues as well. So maybe as a mentoree, I'd score this as an 8 out of 10. So no, trading isn't perfect. And trading using the mentor program as your education source and your support, it isn't perfect either. But what opportunity is? You are unlikely to be an overnight success, but I can tell you that without support, it makes it much, much more difficult. You will need to strive to retain the lessons the markets are teaching you. And with like-minded people and mentors who care about your success, it makes it that much easier. If you haven't registered for priority notification for our upcoming mentor program, you really need to do this now. Go to tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. I'll just say that website again, tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. I'll give you a series of comprehensive videos in the lead up to the mid-November opening date for the mentor program. Some mentor programs have booked out in an hour and a half. So good traders are action takers. Those that know what they want to do can evaluate an opportunity and take action on that decision. They are the ones who will make it in the market. And I would love to have you along on the very next mentor program. So make sure you're on priority notification for our very next mentor program so that you can become the best trader that you can be with our full support for life. I'm Bob Pardo from Pardo and Company. I listen to Talking Trading and I enjoy it. Peter Harrington is the CEO and co-founder of Grey Swan Digital. Grey Swan is a decentralized global platform that will serve as the foundation for the price sharing economy. And Peter has had a long career as a trader. He started in finance by developing a tradable arbitrage strategy, which he later executed at the CME and the CBOT. 
Peter made markets in foreign exchange at the Bank of America, currency options on the floor of the CM, and in equity options on the floor of the Pacific Exchange. More recently, he's traded various cryptocurrencies. Peter Harrigan, hi and welcome to Talking Trading. Hello. Thanks for that lovely introduction. I appreciate it. And it's a hello and welcome from San Francisco and the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the weather like there today? Actually, we had a beautiful day. Normally, we don't have very nice summers, but today was in the, in the 70s, and so we had a, a, lo- a lovely day. Peter, let's start by demystifying trading for everyone. Right. Uh, so when we talk about demystifying trading, essentially uh, what we're talking about is the system that we've been working on, which is essentially, I guess the way we, we put it is uh, we're trying to do for the derivatives market, the 100-year-old and $500 trillion derivatives industry, what Apple did for the computer, which is to provide something that is uh, extremely intuitive and visually based so that when uh, people go into trades and, and develop the trade that they want to do, uh, they, and they know exactly what they're getting into. Because we think one of the, the issues in terms of risk and problems with safety that we have right now, a lot of it has to do with understanding. And so when something is visual and very clear for people when they go in, uh, they can they can do it with a great deal more confidence and also um, with a great deal more safety because they know what they know what they're doing. Tell us how does failure by experts impact us all? Well, I think we've all seen quite a number of of failure by sort of centralized systems of experts recently. I certainly you know. It used to be the most recent um, example was 2008, where we had a financial system that we thought uh, a lot of people thought was stable, um, but that uh, that obviously didn't have the right negative feedbacks in it. And then, of course, recently with the you know the with the coronavirus that's hit so many of us, we've seen these things fall apart. I mean, you guys have managed it a little bit better over in Australia, but here we had experts telling us don't wear masks. And then all of a sudden they're saying, no, masks are mandatory. And so we've gotten into a lot of trouble because of, um, of, because of these, these expert systems where we're relying on a few central experts to do this um, rather than doing what we would like to do, which is to distribute the expertise. We call it embedded expertise. So if you can think of um, a really, really simple example is uh, imagine it's 1998 and someone said, I want you to make a short, maybe funny video in your house uh, and then broadcast it to anyone in the world who wants to watch it. Well, it was possible with the technology, but you had to know a lot of things. Well, you know, now my kids will do a TikTok video and send it out and it's there. It's not because we've given them access to some, you know, video expert. It's because the expertise is built into the tool and we're trying to do the same thing. Tell us about Grace One. What's the problem you're solving? Right. Again, as I mentioned before, we are trying to transform this hundred year old business and it's a very, very big business, right? Derivatives trading is about, it's, I think the notional value is around $500 trillion and we want to transform it in the same way that, that Apple transformed the computer, make it easier and safer for people to use. Um, the problem that we're dealing with is the, the current system really serves uh, extremely high volume markets and mostly very large players. In fact, most derivatives trading is around financial products, not products that support Main Street businesses. So um, what we allow people to do is to protect themselves from price volatility in a simple and understandable way. For, for instance, uh, say we want something where a, a farmer in Kenya who's growing tea 
can protect themselves against the price of tea declining or a small bank, like not a JP Morgan or something like that, but a, well, in the U.S. what we call community banks, um, allow them to protect their loan portfolio from declines in real estate prices. If trading was easy, wouldn't everyone else be doing it? Well, a lot of people seem to be doing it, right? I mean, we've had this explosion of people um, using these new sites. Um, uh, Robinhood, for instance, where people are trading, a lot of new people are coming in and trading. Um, but uh, it doesn't seem to be easy because, you know, you, you, you keep seeing people having problems with it. So let's talk about oil because we did a segment on oil a few weeks ago when it went into I heard it. Figures. I actually, I listened to that. Yes. What did you I'm think? Sorry, go ahead. I thought it was great. Um, I think it was terrific that you guys you guys brought that up and uh, and and went fairly deeply into it. I mean, what's interesting about you know how the price of oil could go negative and what we're talking about with safety is, I mean, the current system is comprised largely of leverage combined with unlimited risk, and that's what gets you into these kinds of problems. So uh, for oil futures there was literally no limit on how much people could lose, not even zero, right? I mean, when people went into that trade and thought, well, I'm buying it at a dollar, how much can I lose? Well, it turns out over $40 a barrel is how much you could lose potentially. So uh, people who are in that position, owning that position, they had to sell even at negative prices just to stop the bleeding because there was no implicit limit there. And so when you put that leverage together with no limits, you create, uh, you create quite a bit of problems. Um, we've been talking to a number of conventional players recently, and a lot of them are trying to dig out of the holes of these problems. They're dealing with margin calls. They're dealing with accounts that have losses larger than the balances of those accounts. And they're trying to, to get out of, you know, dig their way out of that problem. So, you know, the system we've been trying to build over the last couple of years is something where that kind of, that kind of blow up cannot happen to people. Again, the bounded risk, the, the transparent collateral, the fact that, that you're building this visual and intuitive thing that you can look at and see exactly what you're getting into when you get in, rather than a situation where you think, well, you know, I hope, I hope this doesn't blow up on me, or I, I think I'll only lose a dollar on this trade, but you know that, in fact, you can go anywhere. We also, we also have a sense that people do want um, this combination of leverage with limited risk, because of the success of obviously the very large options market, but also the success of leveraged ETFs, right? There are quite a few of these products out there. Um, they all have some problems with them. I mean, options are great, but if you've owned options in a market where that's not moving, um, time decay can be, can be quite a problem. Um, and then the leveraged ETFs have a kind of volatility tax built into them, right? When the, you know, the market goes down 3% one day and up 3% the next day and goes back and forth a few times like that, you're seeing your position kind of getting whittled away by the ETF managers having to buy on the top and sell on the bottom every single time to adjust the position. Tell me how a guy who's been trading for 30 years ended up becoming interested in blockchain. Right, right. Well, so I had actually, yeah, I'd been a trader on the floor on a couple of different floors. And then I also worked with a company which was 
um, an artificial intelligence company around using an evolutionary AI technology around trading. Um, that was a company called Sentient Technologies. And when I left, um, I left in an unusual situation from my experience, which was I didn't need to get a job right away. I actually had a reasonably successful exit. And so I was, you know, had a little time to decide what I wanted to do next. Um, so I was kind of interested in Bitcoin just from the standpoint of it being money that can't be just printed as quickly as they can print um, our current money. Um, and that, you know, could be very helpful for people. And there could be some sort of freedom angle to this people having control of their own money. Um, and I started going to these uh, Silicon Valley startups around uh, or, or meetups around, um, around Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Um, I ran into my partner, uh, who was the old, other old guy in the room. These were very young rooms, right? There's a lot of 25-year-olds um, who were way ahead of us on understanding this tech. But Steve and I were the old, you know, the older business guys in the room. Uh, and uh, I started talking to him. And after, you know, after talking to him for a little while, I, either, I thought this guy's either a genius or completely off his rocker. Um, and I promised to come back on if I ever figure out which one of those it is. But I, the jury's still out. Uh, but as, as he and I started to talk about this, we realized we could start using this technology to build some tools for the kind of future that we thought at that time you know, could be emerging in the next 10 to 20 years, right? We thought there could be an explosion of new assets. Um, that has kind of come to true fruition. Um, there, we thought there would be continued volatility in the current financial markets, largely because there's this kind of unrealized positive feedback in a lot of these and a lot of these markets that causes them to kind of spin out of control up or spin out of control down um, and so we wanted to build something that could have that could use the technology and allow for systems of negative feedback which would you know potentially dampen volatility rather than expand it and so uh, we started talking about it and came upon what we you know what we're working on now when we're talking, Tony Saliba's coming to mind and his industrious creation of financial products and tools. Well, that's a, that's a compliment. I'll, I'll definitely, I'm happy to be in that company. Peter, where can people go to find out more about you and Grace Swan? Right. So I think the couple of main sources, I mean, first of all, we have a Medium page. So you can go to uh, medium.com slash Grace Swan Digital. Uh, and that's a G-R-E-Y. Uh, so... Um, the U.S. gray is usually G-R-A-Y, uh, but for us, it's G-R-E-Y, Swan Digital. Um, or they can contact us uh, at newfinance at grayswanmail.com, and we'd be happy to uh, answer any questions and let people get access to more information if they'd like it. Pete, I hope you revolutionized the financial world. Pleasure talking to you. Lovely talking to you. Great talking to you. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we hear the very wonderful mentoree, Sally Roche. I'm Caroline Stephen. Happy trading. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. 
You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.